What's up, everybody? This is your boy Wayne, aka the Pinoy Boy. This is another edition of the Pinoy Boy Files. Now, I originally had this podcast all lined up, but you know, situations happen, so I'm gonna try to get this in on the drive home. So just bear with me. As usual, I like to talk about a variety of stuff. Um, but this one right here. This is a subject matter that is like crazy serious. And when I first heard about it yesterday, I couldn't believe my ears when my wife told me this. Then whenever she told me about it, you know, it was on TV, the news. And when I saw it, I I couldn't believe it. I mean, it literally made my eyes water. It made my fist ball up. I was angry. What it was, was that with this coronavirus that's been going on for an extended period of time, um, now apparently there are people attacking Asian Americans. When I first heard this, I was like, come on now, you can't be serious. Now granted, if anyone who knows me, they'll probably look at me, probably don't even know that I'm, I'm, I'm Asian. But I am. Just because I don't have the, the fully slanted eyes, don't mean that I'm not Asian. And I'm damn proud of my heritage. I'm a Filipino, black Pacific Islander descent. So, when I first heard this and saw it, for some people who may look at it and say, well, you know, I'm not like Chinese or Japanese, I don't have slanted eyes, I shouldn't be worried. Yes, the hell you should. Because, unfortunately, we have ignorant people out there who's just gonna gonna make you guilty by association and then just flat out punish you because of your nationality. Case in point, there was, this happened down in Texas. It was an Asian father and his son was viciously attacked. It was cut in their facial areas, which the son, who's only two years old, two, was cut across his face, his upper cheek, and his ear. I'm not making this up. You can Google this, and you'll see the picture. I was shocked, appalled, Offended the whole nine yards. I couldn't believe what I saw. In New York. You figure as in a city as diverse as New York. A Chinese woman had acid thrown on her. Which the guy allegedly said. That's that's what you get for bringing the coronavirus. Now, good and hell well, this lady had nothing to do with bringing the coronavirus over. Then you had the variety of people. It's not just white people. There was black folks as well. That were verbally, viciously verbally assaulting Asian Americans. I mean... 
this all this 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 whole thing about race and color and it's really driving a wedge in this country. This country was supposed to be the great American melting pot. My mother used to tell me stories on how she did what she had to do to survive in this country. Dealing with the language barrier because she, she couldn't speak English that well. And she would tell us that this country was the greatest country in the world. That opportunities were more here than it was in the Philippines. You just had to work hard for it. Now, with all this racial unjust that's going on, with first, you know, African Americans getting, you know, beaten, and in some cases even killed by law enforcement officials. Killed for no reason at all, guilty by association. Most recently, you had an African American male who was a protester for the Black Lives Matter movement, was cornered off and was going to be hung by a group of white people. I believe there was either five or seven. And it wasn't for a fact that there was another white person that was, that was recording it, telling them to stop, that this is wrong, and let him go. And it was to my understanding that these people were charged with a hate crime, so they were arrested. But what if that person did not have the, 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 the sense to videotape? That African-American male could have been strung up. I mean, this is getting out of hand there, folks. All this anger. Everybody seems to be at edge with one another. And I don't understand why. I mean, I have my thoughts. I have my theories. I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with people are tired of being cooped up in the house, are tired of wearing masks, are tired of hearing about people dying because of this, this COVID-19. But I think the one thing that I've learned as being a, uh, not only as a fan of Bruce Lee, also as a martial artist myself is that you have to be fluid like water you have to be able to whatever type of adversity that you face you have to be able to flow go with the flow so you and be able to adapt if you're able to do that you can do anything But I'm not going to lie to you. This whole situation that's going on is making it very difficult to be fluid. Case in point. Yesterday. Now, 
let me just kind of back up here. I work for a security company. I'm a field supervisor. So I'm in my uniform. I'm heading to my office to conduct an orientation for new hires. And, you know, it was raining. And I see that that um, there was pe- there was an, uh, another uh, white male that was pretty much going to the same building I was going in. And it was it was starting to rain a little bit. So I'd actually beaten him to the elevator. But the sign did say in the elevator that you can you can have at least you can have only two people per elevator. So me being a nice guy that I was, I, was, I held that door open. And I said, you coming up? And the guy looked at me. Mind you, he had no mask. Looked me dead in the eye in a very disrespectful manner. He said, not with you. And he walked to another elevator. Now, a part of me, let me put it this way. The old Wayne? South Jersey, South Jersey Wayne? Oh. I would have walked out of that elevator. I would have yoked that fool up. And he would have been smashed to bits. But what's the point? What's the point of me wanting to go ahead and stomp a mud hole into somebody? I mean, don't get it twisted. At first, would it be satisfying? Of course. But at the end of the day, what type of gratification would I get out of it? Because honestly... It's those type of ignorant ass people that will, will will say it about us. See, that's what I mean by these people. Them. These animals. They're uncouth. They're uncivilized. They're savages. Send them back where they come from. And what kills me, these, these people that say, send them back where they come from. Knowing good and heck well about, I would say at least 85% of those people who say that can rest assured that their ancestors came from somewhere else besides the United States. They immigrated over here. Just like what these hardworking immigrants are working here now. Now granted, yes, some of these immigrants are can't, are, are hardcore criminals and maybe they are doing wrong but there's a lot of them that are hard working honest people who are trying to live the American dream just like those same immigrants who came over here back in the 1800s early 1900s So, I asked this question before, and I'm hoping that with a few more listeners to my podcast, I might be able to at least get an answer. What can we do about this? Because quite frankly, it's getting to a point, to quote a line from from Buster Rhymes' uh, uh, track, it ain't safe no more. And it isn't safe. I mean, you got all these hate crimes that are popping out like popcorn here. You got people just 
being so bold with their xenophobia, thinking that they're entitled to to uh, have this because of their skin color or their social status, that it don't matter if they're if if that person was there before they was. It's because of their social status they feel they have the right to just waltz right on in and demand to be served before the other person. No, that's not how it works. That is not how it works. So what can we do? We can start by these young people who now have kids of their own. You can only hope that these young people were mentored by their parents. Because if their previous parents, if all they learn is how to be racist and judgmental and xenophobic, guess what's going to happen? History is going to repeat itself. That's exactly what's going to happen. Those same bright-eyed kids who may have a black friend, an Asian friend, an Hispanic friend, and at first everything's all cool, you know, riding bikes together, playing, whatever the case may be, until you get that one thing in which they'll go ahead and tell their son or their daughter, I don't want you playing with that nappy-headed girl. I don't want you playing with that wet back. I don't want you playing with that zipper head chink. And of course, they're going to say, why, daddy? Why, mom? And then that's when they're going to come across with an ill-advised, ignorant answer. So I can only hope that the millennials who are now parents will refrain from the sins of the past and start off in a new path. Because if not, history is going to repeat again and again and again. It shouldn't be that way. I'll say it once, I'll say it a million times. If we had the right type of leadership that would instead of promoting separation promoting xenophobia promoting ignorance if we would have had a leader instead of being that type of person but be a person who has empathy some proper decorum if you will just to let them know know that our country's a look I know we're in a down time right now but I hear you I know that things are tough right now but we as America we have we face adversity and we've beaten it before we can do it again what is so hard about our leaders doing that I think Dwayne Johnson said it best in his monologue on his Instagram page Where are you? Where are these leaders? Because I sure as hell don't see them. 
all I see is leaders that are just all about themselves. Who have their own little personal agendas. And that is why we are continuing to go down this downward spiral. I have nieces and nephews in the Philippines that consult with me daily. They're more concerned about me here in the United States than they are in their own country. Now make no mistake about it. Philippines has their own fair share of issues. But the one thing that they can they have told me that their, as far as their, their, their uh, prime minister, uh, Duarte. Yes, he's tough. He can be crude from time to time, but he's getting the job done. He's made it perfectly clear on how he feels about crime. He's made it perfectly clear that everything he does is for the sole purpose. I'm not of himself, but for the Filipino people. Their pandemic stats is not even close to what ours are here in the United States. Why? Because Duarte has made it perfectly clear. If you don't follow the mass mandate, you will be arrested. I've seen videos of which they have police officers come by and just pop people with a bamboo stick. Telling them, wear a mask. Where's your mask? And give them a mask. Tell them to wear a mask. And they're going to be out and about. And if they don't listen, they get arrested on the spot. Could you imagine if we would have done something like that over here? Ha! People would be screaming bloody murder. But maybe we need something, maybe not of that strict of a structure, but maybe someone with, with, with some type of leadership who, who can be a leader to let our country know that we need to be work as a united front instead of working separate. Having a lone wolf attitude in this world will not get you far. That's all I got to say about that. Please, everyone who listens to my podcast, I thank you. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, For those who never listened to my podcast before, give me a try. I promise you, I will give you some information that will blow your mind. Whether it be sports, whether it be news, whether... I'll dabble into politics, you know, I try to stay away from it, but rest assured, you, you listen to my podcast, you will be entertained, one way, shape, or form, but for now, I'm going to go ahead and sound off on this, signing off, rather, everyone out there, please, be safe, wear your mask, keep yourself clean, keep your hands out your face, and I always say, learn to live with one another. Laugh with one another and love with one another. Alright? It's your boy Wayne, aka the Panoid Boy, signing off.